Welcome back to another episode of Persuasion by the Pint. I'm Jonathan Taylor, along with Sean McCool. Sean, today we're going to get into the topic of anchoring, and uh, we'll play this game. It's once we start discussing it, you'll see how it's being used and how you can use it in uh, in your own marketing and pricing. I think people fail to utilize this strategy effectively. And it's a little... There are more ways to anchor than you might first think. Like it's not right. just an apples to apples, mm-hmm. you know, lower your price kind of thing. And by the yeah. way, we're, when we say anchoring, we're not talking about boating and how to deploy an anchor. <laughs> um, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about anchoring a, a in this case, we'll be talking a lot about price. Pricing, there are other yeah. things you can anchor for sure. Um, but yeah. mostly we'll be talking about price and there's, multiple different ways to attack this we we've got what three or four articles that we've referenced and pulled content from shamelessly Mm -hmm. (laughs) to uh originally i wanted to do the topic because i'm going through uh this new biography on elon musk right Um, is that the walter isaacson version yeah yeah so i've been listening to i've got on audible so i've been listening to some of it uh whenever i travel but he's like uh, the biro bio guru isn't he like, <laughs> like he's, he, he does all the big ones like he's done the you know jobs. Made it. yeah exactly because he takes his time i mean it's years of research and yeah he doesn't spend these things out like you know back to back to back i mean he spends yeah. a lot of time i listened about four or five years ago to uh i can't remember her name somebody did a bio on um autobiography on elon musk yeah it was all right, but it wasn't great. So yeah. Well, oh, this one goes deep. Um, well, a lot's happened in five years too. Since, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Since the last one was written. Yep. So, but good so but, far. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. It's um, interesting. He, I mean, obviously interesting childhood, but um, you know, when he was a kid, one of the things I was like, oh, this would be interesting to talk about um, some takeaways on, hypnosis and how he's used it. But, you know, when Elon was a kid, he learned, um, he studied, I mean, he, he was a reader when he was a kid, he was kind of a goofy kid, learned hypnosis. And even to the point where he, (laughs) he convinced his younger sister, um, that she was a dog and actually persuaded her to eat some raw bacon. Um, so he talks about that in the book. So it's like, uh, but yeah, he was just, he devoured books and uh, one of those things was on persuasion and or uh, hypnosis, and uh, he would do magic and things like that. So I thought oh, that'd be an interesting topic. But uh, then I started reading. We did, you know, looking through some things, and then started looking at like some strategies he used for you know anchoring when he uh, you know got people to he started getting people to pay for for Twitter. Which I mean, most people would think, why would I pay for Twitter? You know, but yeah. Obviously, a lot of people are on the paid blue check program right now. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but there's some strategies that I was reading about, and you know, it's it goes back to the old uh, anchoring strategy and pricing, and um, we'll share some examples of of things that he used there, and how you can use some other examples. You sent me an article. There's other examples we can talk about in everyday life that you find. Um, that you're like, oh, you know, that 
And you see how it gets you every time, you know, right? I mean, it's yeah, like, you'll recognize some of the stuff when we talk about it and you'll see, see what people are doing too. <clears throat> yep. And even if you know it, it still works. Like it's, yeah, it just happens so fast in your brain. You, you, you're really almost powerless to it. So. Yep. Steve Jobs is a master like of this. I mean, you, I mean, there's part of that article that I shared with you talks about Steve Jobs. How I used to do it in some of his presentations, just yeah. masterfully. Um, yep. You know, I think of his presentations that were just so smooth. I mean, they were the ultimate without being sales, without really being sales, they were persuasion 101. You know, anybody should watch some of his old, um, you know, keynotes or, or, you know, those live events or the, the launches that Apple would do. Those are amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into it. But uh, let's first, let's do some, uh, let's talk about our little beverages, a little juvenile yeah. beer talk segment. Our juvenile beer talk. All right. So, I'm excited uh, about mine today. So right, let me hear it. I'm, I heard you say that. So <laughs> what do you got? I have another, you know, these 10W40 series that we've had uh, a number of them. So this one caught my eye yesterday, Sean. This is a, um, it's a a caramel or caramel uh, macchiato. 10W40. That sounds good. Imperial stout brewed with high noon coffee, vanilla uh, caramel, and of course, lactose. Wow, that does sound good. I can see, I can see why you're excited about that. <laughs> Hopefully, it doesn't go horribly wrong. I hope not. Spent a fortune on this four pack. <laughs> you start throwing the word imperial. Talk about price anchoring. Yeah. It's like, oh, you just added four dollars to my. That's right, pack. imperial price uh, price up sale or. Yeah. I mean, they get, they, they obviously, they're really good. And most of these are, are super good. Um, yeah. but they do how to, they do know how to, um, uh, you know, get the, get the, their high margins out of you so easily, you know, they price yeah. these four packs and they're like, price. that's another example of anchoring. Cause they put it right next to the shelf on something that's of, um, similar value or more for that has more, you know, yeah. <laughs> a few more beers, uh, to the pack. Of course, these are a little bit bigger, but uh, so I'm well, excited. Was, it's like an 8%, um, 8%. So we're in the same neighborhood today then. So yeah. I've got a St. Arnold's Tarnation. Ooh. Is what it's called. It is from St. Arnold Brewing in here in Texas. Uh, so it says, here's the, here's the copy for it. <clears throat> Easy partner. This ain't no run of the mill ale you're looking at. Matter of fact, this here bottle just so happens to contain the most rootin' tootin' strong ale this side of the Guadalupe. It's rich, it's malty, and it's doggone tasty if we do say so ourselves. <laughs> See, we brew Tarnation just for you and your wild bunch to enjoy all year round. It's made with four different malts, four different hops, and at 9.0% ABV, we'll be darned if it ain't one of the highest alcohol recipes ever kicked up with a pulse yeast. <laughs> yep, this one's so good, you'll be asking yourself, what in tarnation? There so there's a lot of stuff going on with that uh, can art that doesn't, doesn't seem like it matches the Yeah, all uh, stuff, the tone. they're saying on like... <laughs> Um, that's their mascot. Like this St. Arnold dude is their mascot for all their beers. I just like if you look at I don't picture St. I don't picture St. Arnold talking like that though. You know, I know that this is a in particular a Texas one. 
Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Maybe he was the guy at the Alamo. I don't. I, I, <laughs> Could have been. A little, I might need to do a little research on that. <laughs> History. What I love the art, though. That's good. Yeah. Um, Houston, Texas. Uh, yeah. Doo -doo -doo, boo -boo -boo. Yep. I don't see. First keg of beer was shipped out on June 9th, 1994. All right. Yeah. They were ahead of the, ahead of the, uh, craft brew yeah. craze a little bit so yeah so mine's a nine percent and uh, it's a dark or not a dark but it's a it's a rich robust ale look at that but not an imperial so, <laughs> all right cheers. beautiful cheers boy howdy Man, what in tarnation did I just have? <laughs> that is some liquid gold. Actually, mine's really good too. It's mine's got like a you prime. So we're talking about anchoring, but you also primed me with the word caramel. So I, I'm tasting a little caramel, even though it's not in here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's got something like that. Some because it says rich and robust. I'm not sure what I'm tasting, but it definitely has like caramel undertones to it so anyway mine's really good yours is almost half gone i can see by oh, man, it's so good good thing you got a four pack <laughs> i've to, got you have to sleep there tonight in the office but. exactly i'm not going anywhere um well i'm gonna let you go first because i've got I'll tell you what i was not expecting it to be this good yeah um i'm gonna give this a 4.8 oof it's really like it's got the, some of the richness of like a stout or you know some of the stouts that we have but it's mm -hmm. definitely more leans more towards ale um, but it's definitely got the richness so yeah I, mm -hmm. I don't know how to describe it i'm not, I'm not you'd think after 325 episodes i would know how to describe beer but <laughs> not yet not yet but we do know what <clears throat> we do know what we like we do and so that's the most important thing and what we recommend. <clears throat> um, you know what, Sean, I was debating. Uh -oh. It's <laughs> here it comes. It's it's easily I mean, I could say four eight, but man, I, I gotta compare this to any other five that I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And it's to me, it's just outstanding. So I'm gonna give it a five pint rating today. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right turn out like the strobe it. man uh yeah. no this is incredible because you would think being an imperial would be like an overly you know but this um it's a real good mixture with the coffee kind of balances it with the um with that with it being Sweet. you know kind of offsets the sweetness so yeah man it and is I'll, good i'll have to see if i can find that at at a total wine oh man it's, it's so good because it's 1040 is that a is high it's, wire is that a it's high wire. Like nashville or uh yeah Nash i think so nashville right yep because i couldn't find i actually i couldn't even find their website i googled um i just found some of their ratings but it's probably the best 1040 i've had i don't remember yeah and their stuff's good so yeah a lot all right well let's jump in 
to some anchoring specifically around price. So yeah, yeah. You, let's start with the old uh, Elon Musk uh, article you sent me. Yeah. And so yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the uh, El- the Elon Musk strategy. Um, so I actually printed this out, but my printer did a horrible job of, uh, (laughs) yeah, put it up on the screen. I've actually got the article, but you probably, you might have, um, you might have it listed there, but, uh, so whatever you think of Elon Musk, when, uh, when he took over Twitter, um, he knew what he was doing. Cause obviously when he took over Twitter, they were losing money big time. So obviously, you know, he had to monetize it in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, obviously he came out with the, uh, the blue mark. They had the Twitter already had the blue check mark, but, right. um, he decided to, uh, create a, um, it. yeah, a way to monetize that. And, uh, it came out and I didn't, I didn't realize this. It came out in October that Twitter last October, that Twitter was planning to charge users uh, $20 for the yeah. Twitter blue, uh, that coveted blue check mark. And he got a lot of, uh, a lot of back, there was a lot of backlash on that, a lot of pushback, you know, people complaining, blah, 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 you know, people that have been on there forever. And, um, but that's not what the price ended up being. So I find it interesting that, um, shortly after, you know, that dropping that $20 announcement or letting it leak, probably letting it leak, you know, out there is going to be $20 mm-hmm. that the real price came out, that the service would be uh seven ninety nine per, uh, you know, per month. So, yeah. um, so I think Suddenly that that was cheap, right. I mean, it's half, yeah. half the price that you were, or third <laughs> right. price you were expecting. <laughs> So, yeah, so I found, you know, that to me, he was, I think that was all intentional, right? I mean, he obviously knew uh, leaking that $20 price, getting people, um, you know, obviously worked up for a higher price. Most people are like, no way, I'm not going to pay that. Forget it. I'm getting off Twitter. You know, I'm done. And then shortly after coming out with the, obviously the $7.99 per month, um, you know, people kind of, that kind of lessened the blow, so to speak, that people are saying, ah, so, you know, what would have happened had he just come out with a $7.99 or $8 a month from the beginning? Yeah. I mean, people would have still picked the exact same fit, right? you know, at that price. And then I'd have to go even lower. Absolutely. So to say 20 bucks, it like just gets, you know, which, how many of these same people that are complaining about that? kind of stuff, you know, for years have been paying $300 a year to the chamber of commerce for a plaque that hangs <laughs> on their wall that nobody sees. Exactly. Exactly. But they're upset about paying, you know, $20 a, a month for, you know, or half the price for, you know, something that reaches the world. I mean, uh, I, I yeah. just think it's funny how people online, how they value. Yeah, exactly. How, exactly. how lower, how much lower value seems to be mm-hmm. online than offline. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. So that's a really good example of, you know, price anchoring, but there's a lot of different ways you can do price anchoring. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we, t- we talk about some of in this article. Um, so one of the ones it talks about is to use strike through pricing 
for deals. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one is, you know, when you see, you see this everywhere, right? You, you list the price yeah. and then you do the strike through and then you put the, <clears throat> the new price. And yeah. typically the strike through price will either be like black or gray with a little line through it, you know, normal mm-hmm. text. And then the, the, the current price will be a colored text. Mm-hmm. probably bold so it stands right. out and there's a lot of contrast um and i've seen a lot of funnels where the, I'll, I'll make that suggestion on the like on the down in the offer section where they don't have something like that and yeah. you know it makes a big difference yep. having it or not having mm-hmm. it. so yeah. some people are like well i've never really sold it at that price so how do i you know, this is just my price. This is the first time selling it. How do I, mm-hmm. how do I do that? It's like, well, f- you can just make up a price that's maybe, you know, I think who does this really well is like Marshall's and TJ Maxx. Yeah. So on their tags, they always say, uh, manufacturer price, mm-hmm. which is the highest price. Then I'll say average retail price. Yeah. Which would be like, you know, where you would get it normally in a store. Right. And then your price, which is the lowest. Mm-hmm. I think you get, so if you don't feel comfortable, like just making up a price and striking through it, you could say average, you know, online price for similar courses yeah. and put like right. a thing and then drop your price below it. Cause you can compare. So it doesn't have to be your thing, right? You could, you could compare it to something else. Yep. Um, the other thing is you could launch it. $25, mm-hmm. make one sale and then lower it down to, yeah, you know, so you, so you can honestly say that it was that lower price or that it used to be higher. So why does this, I mean, why does this work for human beings? I mean, why are we so susceptible to this? I mean, cause they, I mean, people even that know what it is are affected. Um, so the psychology behind it, you know, cause I think we're all based, you know, we're all, prone to, um, you know, cognitive bias, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it plays into what we're all plagued with and that is comparison and relativity, yeah. right? Right. We're always comparing ourselves and, and things we want to other things, other people, other prices. Mm-hmm. It's just how, it's just how we do things. Like we just mm-hmm. compare things. That's how we, it's how we, yeah. it's how the brain sorts things. And we tend to judge the value of things, but in it, it's usually based on relative comparisons, everything. So the first thing that out there and you see it, people do it all the time. Why is a real estate agent? <laughs> they, they always take you, well, you know, if you're, they're taking you to a list of homes in a certain neighborhood um, that you're looking to buy, you know, any smart real estate agents, what, what are they going to do? They're going to take you to the highest priced house first. You know, if they're smart, if they know what they're doing, they're going to take you to the, most expensive place, even if you've set your budget, they're going to go above that. Um, and they're going to say, Oh, you know, this is amazing, you know, and then, you know, obviously it's primed you so that even you see this in house hunters all the time. I don't know if you ever see that show, but they take them, they take them to the most expensive house. And even if somebody has a budget, they've like, this is our budget, which is 
kind of crazy to begin with. Some of these people, yeah. I don't know where their budgets come from. Um, <laughs> but they're, but typically they end up paying a lot of times they end up paying over their budget just because yeah. they've automatically been primed. They've been primed with a higher price. They've been anchored in the higher price. Yeah. So when they, and it's not even just the price, right? It's, and that's where I want to say, like, it's not just drop your price, right? You right. can also mm -hmm. change the stack of what you get. Sure. The same price. Yeah. And that's really, I think that's also what the, a good real estate agent is doing is they're, they're saying, look, if you want all these things without having to, you know, remodel or upgrade, or this mm -hmm. is what it's going to cost. Yeah. So then they have to choose, do they want to pay more money or do they want to give up mm -hmm. right. you know, luxuries <clears throat> basically yeah. that they want? Right. And mm -hmm. typically people will, will find more money than they will give up. <laughs> right. Cause they don't want it. They feel like they feel like they're already losing. They're losing yeah. stuff. You know, right. you've already been anchored into the fact that you're losing things. <laughs> yeah. Like things cool. are being taken from you. That third bathroom would be really nice when people come over. It's like, you know, those kind of little things. So yeah, yeah. definitely. So it's that relativity, mm -hmm. you know, next to something else. Right. Um, you know, it can even be, it doesn't have to be price for price. Like one thing I do when I'm having sales conversations with people mm -hmm. is I want to make sure that during the conversation, I get out numbers in the conversation that are 20 to a hundred times bigger right. than what I think I'm going to quote. Sure. So if I'm going to quote $10,000 for a sales letter or something like that, mm -hmm. then I want to get numbers out on the table that are 100,000, 200,000, you know, 500,000, right. things like that. And the way I do that is I will ask them questions like, well, what's a new customer, you know, worth to you? I know oh, yeah. like, it's worth $2,000 <clears throat> lifetime buy. And I'm like, okay, right. well, what if you get an extra customer every week? Right. And then it's like, oh, well, that'd be, you know, 8,000 a month. Sure. And I'm like, yeah. okay, so if we do that every month for, let's say, a year, and then I pause and I do my Colombo thing, I'm like, so <laughs> eight times 12, and they're like 96, dude, come on. <laughs> so they say it instead of me. That's um, right. That's important. Yeah. So then they're like 96, and I was like, all right, do you plan on being in business for you know two to five years? And they're like, yeah. Right. I was like, okay, so if we did 96,000 times five, five years, that'd be, um, and then they, you know, 490, whatever it is, thousand, yeah. right? So right. now they're anchored to $490,000 is what I'm going to get. So this is like a contrast, you know, it's right. like, okay, I'm anchored to this big number. That's what I could get. And now it's mm -hmm. only going to cost me 10,000. Like that's yeah. a deal. I'll take yeah. it. Right. So it's, it's not just, oh, Normally I sell this for 15, I'll give it to you mm -hmm. for 10. Just sure. Show. You can do just a price drop, but there's other ways <clears> to anchor <throat> and make your price relative to, uh, I wrote down like, it could be relative to other prices. It could be relative to other opportunities. It could be relative to missed opportunities. It could be relative to potential gains. It could be relative right. to income. It could be relative to beliefs about what's possible. Like there's a lot of things you could anchor price to. It doesn't have sure. to be just... Right. Dollar to dollar. Right. Um, yeah. What are some, you know, we've talked about REI before. Mm -hmm. They're one of the examples in one of these articles. Yeah. You know, it's like they give you the, what was it? 10% cash mm -hmm. back. 
Yep. In in the form of the the uh, refund or dividend, whatever it's right. called. Yeah. Um, which then makes it look really cheap when you go to spend that in March. Mm-hmm. You go to spend that, it's like, oh, but I've got free money sitting right here. So it's <laughs> that you know that new yeah. canoe I wanted is not really five hundred dollars because I've got right three hundred dollars in credits. That's right. Um. So yeah, it's credits work really well to mm-hmm. anchor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What else? Like. So, but I'll tell you one, bias. Uh, one, one of the things that I use and I uh, like for podcast when I'm closing on podcast sponsors that, mm-hmm. uh, and I always get them to, um, I always get them to, to, cause I have three different price points on the podcast sponsorships uh, for my industry podcast. Mm-hmm. And I always get them to generally go with the higher, the highest amount, which is the best to me. You know, I show how the it's the best value based on the length of time. So a full year, obviously, you got a six month, you've got a month to month, six month, and then you've got a uh, a full year sponsorship. And I go in to show how you know the full year is obviously the best value for what you're paying, even though it's a much higher price than a month to month. And if they say uh, month to month, I never, no one ever goes <laughs> month to month anymore because I've completely told them that that doesn't, you know, you, if you're in it for that, then you're kind of wasting your money, so to speak. Right. Yep. And, um, so it's either going to be six month or 12 month. And I would say, uh, 90, 95% of the time they're going for the 12 month. Cause they see, you know, it's a higher, it's a higher price, but it's a better value over, over 12 month period. And I'll always put, you know, in parentheses, best value, you know, I highlight this in the proposal. Cause I always have a one sheet proposal that I send and it's, it's organized really well to show like the one, the, the highlighted one as being the best value based on, on the amount of sponsorship airtime that you get. So yeah, there's a, one of the articles had a good example. Um, and you see this all the time in SaaS mm-hmm. products or, you know, memberships or things yeah. like that. And I mean, back when I was selling insurance on kitchen tables, you know, we always did <laughs> gave three options. Yeah. The one we thought they were most likely to buy was in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then just in case we throw out a premium, you know, high end Cadillac Absolutely. version. Right. What we would call it. Um, and then we'd have the, the Volkswagen option on the left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so in the, on the screen, we're showing, um, you know, here's a basic system for $25, a pro for $49 premium for 79. Mm-hmm. And you put in the middle, what you think they're most likely to, to want. Yeah. And the premium is, is, you know, if somebody takes it, it's great. It doesn't really cost you any more fulfillment. Um, it's basically going to be about the same amount of work for you. That's mm-hmm. the key. You don't want to, you don't want your premium to then, you know, let's say the premium is 60% more expensive. You don't want that to be 60% more work just in case people do pick it. Yeah. So you actually want to dissuade people from picking that, that yeah. product. If mm-hmm. you want but some are people are just, they always buy the most premium thing. You know, sure. There's just those buyers out there. Yep. That's what they do. And there's people that always buy the cheapest thing. You right. Know? So it's, it is kind of putting that package together to make sure you get the right one. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's the strike throughs we were talking about earlier. 
Those are uh, so effective. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon, I mean, every retailer pretty much uses the strike through price. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't think enough people do. I think a lot of people feel like it feels cheesy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we saw back in the day when uh, the Apple guy took over JCPenney and he tried to get rid of basically price <laughs> strike throughs and go to round yeah. pricing and, right. and all that kind of stuff. And it did not. Yeah, it blew up. I mean, well. yeah, <laughs> it, all, it almost yeah. went completely bankrupt. Mm -hmm. um, it does. I have read, and I think we had somebody on the show that was talking about if you're in a high end market, mm -hmm. then the round numbers actually do sell better. Sure. Like on <clears throat> a $4,000 handbag, mm -hmm. you're not going to do much good to sell it at $39.99. It's insulting mm -hmm. to people. Right. Because it's yeah. a different type of purchase. They'd almost rather just have the the round, yes. the, the round number at that price. Don't want it to be on sale necessarily. <laughs> you know, at, at certain price points. Yeah. Right. Um, and it, it again, it depends because that's not necessarily true for cars, but it is for like mm -hmm. a really high end handbag or watch or things like right. that. Yeah. So so yeah, it's interesting um, about that. Um, so yeah, price is relative. There was another example. Here's here's some examples from this article. Yeah. Uh, another thing they talked about was breaking down the price mm -hmm. to per serving per day. Yeah. Um, and you know, sometimes I don't know. I think sometimes this is overdone. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, it, I think it started with like, oh, it's this. You know, it's about the same as a coffee per day. Right. You know, kind of thing because they wanted it to sound. Oh cheaper. yeah, yeah, yeah. But when coffee is now seven dollars a day, like, <laughs> that's changed a little, right? Now, I mean, that's like 250 bucks a month, you know, yeah. so, but I, so I don't know right now. I'm kind of mm -hmm. torn. Like when I see cost per serving, it actually makes me do the math and then it, it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I think I'd rather see the total price with a slash and a markdown and then the cost per serving. Yeah. Kind of as a way to, to rationalize yeah. it. Um, cause if I have to do the, I mean, this is good because they actually show the cost per serving compared to other drinks in the category. Sure. Yeah. I think that's smart. Cause look, here's a healthy drink. That's only a dollar 67, or you could get a latte, you could get a Gatorade, mm -hmm. Red Bull, things like that. And I think that's a good. Oh, absolutely. Of a yeah. single serving. Right. Cause right. the problem is most people in this example, what we're looking at on the screen for those listening, we're actually looking at Organifi's website. So this, mm -hmm. this is a supplement that you would take daily yeah. And so if you're it's better say, for you, <laughs> yeah. And if you're going to say it's a daily price, then it does make sense to compare it to a single serve can of Gatorade or Red Bull or mm -hmm. a Palm or something like that, where I don't think this works as well as if you're, if you, if you were to come down here and say, Organifi Red is, you know, uh, $59 a month and you don't have any of these other comparisons Sure. Um, yeah. Because you're paying for a container as opposed to a single. <clears throat> right. So they, they did a good job of kind of pulling that back in, I think. Mm -hmm. um, no, that's very effective. This was from Casper where they, they did the strike through again. But in this one, they actually put. I love how the, they put the color though. Yeah. Yeah. And they put the, the actual price first and then they put the strike through price after. Or mm -hmm. a lot of people will put the strike through price first because you read left to right. Right. Um, 
but because they highlight it in, I think it's very effective when they high or they they put the the actual price or the new the the saving price in green. Yeah, um, there's a lot of subliminal you know, stuff right. going on there. Mm-hmm. Green means go. The yep. the gray is kind of grayed out. It's not quite a full black font. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you know those kind of things. Um, so yeah, that's another good example. This one you see a lot now, especially in, in this economy, especially with Affirm, you mm-hmm. know, coming out. A lot of people are using Affirm um, to buy more expensive stuff because then they can make payments. Right. So here's an example on the screen. It's a Nova hybrid mattress. It's $19.95 or as low as $84 a month. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you're like, well, you know, I'm going to have a mattress for years. So why not stretch out the payments? Sure. At zero percent. Yeah, exactly. So $84 a month seems a lot more affordable Mm -hmm. than $19.95 all at once. Yep. You know, it's the same price. Yep. Um, And this is good. You see this a lot in the supplement space where Mm -hmm. you get bulk orders. So if you buy two bottles, it's, you know, $69 per bottle. But if you buy three bottles, it's only $51 a bottle. Yeah. I think that's really effective too. Mm-hmm. It really, you can also put, um, when I do this for people, I like to put the total savings um, somewhere on there as well. So they've just got like the total price. Right. Three month supplies, 207, two month supplies, 138. If you're going to do that, you have to then show the per bottle price. Mm-hmm. That yeah. you lose some of the effect yeah because you are paying more for three bottles than two bottles right um yeah but i guess on that one they're giving you buy three you get one free i say i don't like the way this one's set up the 207 is just stands out too much mm-hmm. i would have rather gotten to 199 i would have played with those numbers a little bit more yeah it was me <clears throat> jumping over that 200 dollars mark is that's a big jump yeah interesting 207 yeah um I'm not sure how they got to that or why i'm sure they've tested it He's, this is a big company so yeah um, but it does feel a little high to me when i compare it to the two month supply even though i'm getting do you two use, more bottles what's that even though you're actually getting four bottles yeah or boxes uh it doesn't feel that way because it still right. says three months supply plus one box free yeah now the $51 a bottle compared to $69 a bottle makes, makes sense. Right. Cause they're, they're doing the math there with three. So you're going to ask a question. Yeah. I mean, I was going to mention the, um, oh yeah, I was uh, looking at those too. The, uh, um, packaging, um, like putting together package, uh, like anchoring with package prices. Yeah. So I've done this before where you, um, you basically give a higher price for the whole, you know, all of the things that are, if you were to itemize things, right. Itemize each, each thing that you have to pay for versus a total package, um, at this price. So what you're doing there is say, for instance, you're selling a, um, a consulting package, um, you know, in my industry, if I do any like, um, like podcast, uh, training podcast coaching for a company, you know, it would be, well, here's what you would, here's the price that you're going to pay. 
if you do all of this, buying the equipment individually, boom, you know, going through hours and hours of, of training, setting this up, <laughs> learning it all yourself, here's what it's going to cost you, you know, basically. And it's, it's obvious, it's a higher price based on the, your, the value of time, uh, what you would have to look for, pay for. And, yep. and then here is the, you know, here's the done for you package, which is so effective. The done for you package is actually less than you doing everything yourself and figuring everything out. It's, I mean, it'll close every time. Right. Yeah. And so, um, so when you price compare based on, you know, the work that you have to do, plus the price of everything that's listed out that you have to go and find compared to done for you. And then you highlight that it works. I mean, it's, it's so effective because it's like, okay, you know, it's not much less, but it's a done for you package that takes away the, um, so much of the time that I would have to invest in getting up to speed or doing yeah, so this that, on my That's own. another example of like, they know there's a cost, a time cost, right? Yeah. So even mm-hmm. though it's not a price is which like is more actually price. more expensive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so it's relative to the time because we know I got that's right. employees. <clears throat> I can <throat> wait for this to roll out before I can start making money off of it. Yeah. All the different, you know, opportunity costs that are happening that's right. in that situation. I yeah, use it in too. what's that? I was gonna say I've done that in copy where it's like, you know, I could I could break a funnel out. You know, the funnel has basically the same parts. You've got you know, ads and landing pages and follow up yeah. emails and sales page. And right. And you can price those out individually, or you can say, look, I'll just do the whole funnel for, mm-hmm. you know, 25% less. If you just commit to sure. the whole thing, <clears throat> we can piece it out and, you know, do it as, as we go one after another or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I'll say, yeah, if you want to get this all done, knocked out, here's the price. Here's the price. Yeah. There's, yeah. Va- there's value in, yeah. Yeah. And nobody wants a half built funnel. So. No. And always yeah. be looking for, you always have to like, when you're doing pricing strategies or anything like that, you always have to look for, be sure that you're, you're highlighting hidden costs that are so important. I do this in, you know, manufacturing, um, selling all the time where I'm pointing out the hidden cost, like, you know, here's your price comparison to the, this particular product with a lead time and the hidden cost is you waiting and losing production time, which is how much, you know, how much of your production time. And usually those things are factored in is like how much, you know, how much time this is going to cost you not having, you know, this product in house and running through your operating system you know, at, at a given time, uh, as opposed to a lead time, that's going to get it there faster. And then the training that's included, that's going to have you up to speed and running on your system in a matter, you know, so it's easy to use the anchoring effect in, uh, just about in anywhere. I mean, if you can find the hidden cost of like, some people are just prone to give the direct, direct cost comparison, but right. you've always got to find those hidden, like the hidden cost of every, there's a hidden cost of everything. There's a yeah. hidden cost and delay. There's hidden cost in, um, you know, having them figure it out on their own. Like that's time, time, time. Like you said, time is the most valuable resource. It's much more important than money. And if you can, 
uh, put that in some kind of numerical um, comparison, you know, with the time that they lose, then uh, it's much more effective. And they're going to go, they're always going to go with the, the easiest done for you package or things that uh, prevent the less headaches <laughs> for them in the long run. Yeah. And, and like we said earlier, you don't have to do apples to apples comparison either. Like, let's say you were selling, um, you know, a coaching program or a service or whatever that costs $20,000, but it was going to help them mm -hmm. make a hundred thousand a year. Yeah. Right. So it's a business opportunity type thing. One thing you could do is you compare the 20%, $20,000 price tag. One, you, you compare it to the hundred thousand a year they'll be making. That's right. pretty obvious. Right. But to them right now, it's still an expense that they've got to write a check for, right? You know, so you, what have they spent $20,000 on in the past mm -hmm. that you can compare to? Well, most people have bought a car that cost at least 20,000. Yeah, easily. So you can then compare, look, you ever bought a car? How much that cost you is 20,000, yeah. whatever for a used car, you know, it does a good job of getting you where you want to go from here to right. there and back. But it, you know, every time you drive it, it's worth less and less. Mm -hmm. Every time you use our system, it's going to be worth more and more. And it's actually going to get more valuable over time. Unlike your yeah. car that you bought, it's going to get less valuable over time. Less valuable. Yeah. Depreciate. And people can be like, oh, yeah. And also, <laughs> there's also some metaphors going on there about a vehicle to get you where you want to go. You know, yeah. there's, some, it's like, there's some hypnotic type language there as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, these are all, all things... Um, all things you can use just when you slow down and you really think about all the things and this will help your sales presentation too, to really mm -hmm. think through right. this. And that's usually why you want to start with your offer and your offer yeah. stack before you ever write your sales letters or anything yeah. else and get the offer right. Um, do you ever see the movie um, focus with Will Smith and Margot Robbie? Uh, I don't he think so. Like the, he was like a, mm. basically a hustler. Yeah. But it, it talks a lot about anchoring and priming and all those mm -hmm. things. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, it's probably 10 or 12 years old now. I'm not sure. Yeah. But if you want a, a movie to illustrate this point, go watch Focus uh, on Netflix or wherever it is. Okay. With Will Smith and Margot Robbie. It, it, he basically, the whole, it's a long con mm -hmm. type thing. So from the beginning of the movie all the way in, there's a, even though it looks like he's losing, he actually, you know, it's a long con. Sure. Um, yeah. And there's several cons going on with several different people and you don't know who's <laughs> going to come out on top. So yeah. I'm not going to tell you who comes out on top. <laughs> um, but it'll keep you guessing for sure. But yeah. it, it, there's, a, there's a couple scenes in there where they explain what they're doing and why, mm -hmm. it, which is really revealing. And it's just, mm -hmm. it, it'll blow your mind. It's kind of like some of the stuff we talked about uh, with Jonathan uh, last. Pritchard, last yeah. 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 Um, yeah. You know, so. I'm sure he could, he could make a lot of comments. He'd also tell us all the stuff that doesn't work in that movie. I'm sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a little embellished. So. Yeah. His yeah. book's good. I got it in. I was actually reading it last week. So it's good behind stuff. on my reading. I haven't, I haven't gotten to that <laughs> one yet. So. You're speaking of books, you see the, uh, you know, you see the, uh, the anchoring effect in books a lot of times where uh, not only on Amazon, but like, you know, buying them, um, where you see, I mean, and this, I don't see it as much anymore. I don't know if you've noticed it, but it used to where people would put like, um, 
you know, so much in value or bonus material in the book, oh, yeah. you know, that's, yep. you know, $500, $900 worth of yeah. additional bonus <laughs> material. Yeah, you don't see that much as much anymore. Like, you know, $300 yeah. worth of worksheets or something like yeah. that. Business planning worksheets. If it was a right. business book. I just wonder yeah. if it, if it's not, you don't see it because it's not as effective as much, but I don't know. To me, when I see that, it's, huh? Probably just fell out of style, you know? It's yeah. Just, just yeah. forgot about it. And, you know, it's one of those things, if it's working, then, or mm-hmm. some people, you know, I don't know, that'd be interesting to to, to ask somebody about, but yeah, I yeah. agree. Like having that little sticker on there is like... Dan Kennedy used to do it all the time with some yeah. of his no BS books. Like, I mean, yeah, I remember. Go, you know, <laughs> you know get you, you know, purchase a book, gets a code for, you know, $350 yeah. worth of whatever, you know, consulting mm-hmm. or business forms or, right. you know, coupons and discounts. I mean, you think about it, if you were, depending on the type of book you were writing, you could go around to your industry mm-hmm. and get some offers, stack those things together and, and be like, when you register your book, you'll get, you know, access to $2,366 yeah. worth of free yeah. gifts for my friends. Absolutely. Just, I remember those. Yeah. I've, I've forgotten about them, but yeah, now that you mentioned yeah. it, you don't see. Yeah. Them. I mean, to me, there was always that perceived value. Like I got to grab that. Cause I mean, I want to see, I, there might be some bonus material in there that I'm, you know, I don't want to miss out on. Yeah. Um, and ups the curiosity factor too. Absolutely. It definitely justifies yeah. the price of the book. You're like, ah, it's 15 yeah. bucks. Right. I mean, heck, even if, you know, the bonuses are half as good as, you know, sure. Half as much. I'm still in. Mm-hmm. You're right. I'm surprised they don't do more of that. Yeah. So, that's pretty good. That's good stuff. Um, yeah. Anything else? Yeah. I, one last thing. I want to give a shout out to uh, Kevin Donlin, who's been on our show uh, before. I just love his, and I, I need, we need to invite him back on, but um, <laughs> he gives like, he sends out a, a, a one page newsletter. I don't pay a dime for it. So, I mean, speaking of pricing, I don't pay a dime for it. Uh, but I've been on his list ever since like, you know, we had him on. Do you get anything, Sean? I signed up I for seen... his list and I never got it. So I think I, I must okay. have done something wrong. I need to try again. <laughs> I'm sure he would be happy to put you on. You know, it's um, like when you're not getting somebody's email, you don't know you're not getting it. You just, don't get it. it here's i mean this is a crazy effect is like the the effect of the perceived value i look forward to getting that like it and it's just a one page it's like you printed it out on his printer yeah. folds it up and sticks it in a um like a regular envelope and sends it out yeah, sometimes yeah. it'll be a colored envelope I uh, when he was on i signed up for that and then i never Oh, I'll, I'll reach out to him. Cause it is, I'm going to make a comment. Cause I see him sometimes on LinkedIn and, um, uh, he gives a lot of great value, but I look forward to his, like, it's called his aha. It's the aha newsletter. And it's always filled with really good tips, um, like front and back. And it's just a, and then he'll share like a testimonial from one of his clients or something like that. But, Obviously for him, it's working. I mean, he wouldn't be doing it if it, if it did not uh, work from a marketing standpoint, I'm sure it gets in clients. Um, So it works for him. It's, it's a low cost investment. I mean, you're sending out, 
you know, you're printing these out and putting a postage stamp on them and sending them out to a group of people. Yeah. yeah you're probably talking dollar, dollar 25. <clears throat> right. Per person. But the, but the perceived value over somebody that sends out like somebody that sends out something by email on a regular basis that I to completely skip over. Yep. You know, I don't read it, but man, I look forward to his, his goes out once a month. I get, I get it in the mail once a month and I look forward to getting it because I read it and I always well, read it. Funny, like, so that's, let's say it's a dollar 50. Yeah. That's probably high for an envelope, one piece of paper and a stamp. Yeah. It's probably closer to a dollar. Mm -hmm. um, so let's say a dollar. That's $12 per year per prospect. Yeah. And people will drop $10 on a Facebook ad click. Yeah. Trying to get a lead. Here's somebody who's already raised their hand and said, I want to be a lead. Right. You're crazy not to spend $12 a year mm -hmm. to stay in front of those people. Yep. And you'll yeah, actually get in front of them more <laughs> often in the mail than you will in email. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's a good point. And Perceived value. Everybody wants. Nobody's you know, doing that. I mean, no one's no one's doing it whatsoever. And I think that that's you know we're we're so numb to um, you know emails and things like that that we just the value the perceive value has gone down regardless of who it is. I mean, because Ben Settle, I mean, he puts out some pretty good stuff, but I just don't have time to read it all the time, and I just gloss over it. Yeah. But with you well, know with Kevin stuff. It's in the middle of a stack of other yeah. emails, right? So exactly. Like, right. Part of your brain is like, oh, I just got to get through these. Mm -hmm. Whereas if it's the only letter in a pile of bills, yeah. now it's unique and it's interesting. And Stands out. Yeah. He tends to, it, it's always in a colored, uh, colored envelope, but yep. it's just a one page, one page printed on both sides. Does he ever do ride alongs or does it always just his? his stuff does he ever put any other offers in it for other nope. people nope you know he talks about his you know his obviously his clients experience with him you know obviously it's a little social proof there and right. you can find kevin's stuff over at um client i think it's client cloning systems um dot com or something if you google client cloning systems but that's his thing uh, but he's just a great he's a great marketer it's not you know he's obviously he's a big uh you know, he's kind of a Dan Kennedy protege. Yeah, there you go. Clientcloningsystems.com. And uh, uh, just kudos to him because, you know, it's one of those things you think you get like his uh, his physical newsletter. It, at some point it would drop off, but I've gotten these things for the last year and they're really good yeah. and um, a lot of value. I feel like I actually need to spend some money with him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like it's man, working. I'm getting these every month. It's like, you know, you almost like need to reciprocate there, but... Yeah, um, that means it's working then. I got to give him a shout out in the process because yeah. he does some good stuff. So yeah, yeah, good guy. Yeah, we should have him back on. See what he's up to these days. Yeah, you know, I talked about. You know, I mentioned this this thing at a, a trade show last week because it is so important. The value of physical, you know, uh, having a physical, whether it's a physical newsletter over email or a physical book over a digital book, whether it's a white paper or whatever. It's just perception is incredible. You know, I was like, you know, you guys should be, cause it, the, you know, the topic I was doing a keynote on AI and just how you can use AI in your business and, 
you know, I got into talking about um, Claude.ai, how you can upload certain documents and get it to learn from uh, these particular, whether it's a white paper or a ebook or something like that, and say, I need you to write something based on what you've just learned here. So yeah. um, the tools are just amazing. And the fact that, I, you know, I told people, you know, all of these guys were brick and mortar companies. And I said, you know, you're, you, there's an opportunity for you guys just to, instead of like putting out like, you know, something you can download, obviously do like a mini book or do a book or something like that. that you can hand out to customers that either go into your showroom or that your salespeople or your marketing team can send out. Uh, it's so much more effective, um, you know, being able to hold something, just get that thumb factor to it. So, yeah. yeah and you can format a book with you know, <clears throat> enough white space and pictures and things like yeah. that. You know, most people with some case studies and mm-hmm. yeah, you can get to a, you know, we've had those on before the mini books and the, mm-hmm. um, you know, they don't have, you'd be surprised how fast one of those little mini books can fill up. Cause especially if you're doing a small, you know, three by five size little mini books. I've got mini books on things that I'm not even interested in that, you know, the guy that sent us, you know, that we interviewed with mini book, um, you know, he's the founder. He sent us a whole bunch of books. There's just so yeah. cool, man. And there's something about not wanting to throw away a book. Um, yeah. I've got them somewhere around here. <laughs> I don't know where they are on these, one of these bookshelves back here, but yeah, they're, yeah. yeah, there's something about them that, you know, especially if your demographic likes books, but even if they yeah. don't, it's a little bit harder to throw away than a pamphlet and a whole lot harder right. to throw. I mean, throw away than an yep. email. Yep. I mean, it's so easy to delete an email. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. actually people's goal is to delete. <laughs> it's to clean out their, yeah, yeah. exactly. Clean out their inbox. Um, yeah. And speak, I, I mean, these mini books or books or even printed newsletters opportunity, you know, going back to, um, you know, anchoring a huge opportunity there to incorporate your, uh, your marketing message with anchors, um, you know, obviously for your products or services. So, um, this all ties in pretty well, but, uh, yeah, I need to invite, I will, I need to, I'm going to reach back out to Kevin, see if he wants to join us again. Cause I just love what he's doing. He's a, he's a good guy too. We've had him on. He's just kind of a pretty humble guy. You know, he's just out there doing it. He's crushing it and, and his thing and playing baseball. I think he's like, he's our age and playing baseball still. So. <laughs> it's like, it's like Ben, our buddy Ben, he's out playing softball and kickball. Yeah. And yeah. There you go. He's like, man, yeah. I admire getting it. After it. I like it. So. <clears throat> Good stuff. Well, good man. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, as always, you can find us persuasion by the pint.com. You can find us on all of your podcast platforms, uh, wherever you listen to podcast. Uh, we're going to take next week off and, um, but we'll, uh, we'll be back the following week on the show and, uh, looking forward to it. Sean, any big plans this weekend? Yeah, we're sending off our youngest is leaving the nest. Oh, man, yeah. empty nest syndrome is coming yes. at you. Yeah, so Tamarin's she's going heading, heading to Florida. Florida, uh, yeah. Tamarin's going to drive right. out with her, and then Tamarin will fly back next week. So I'm batching it for the week. And uh, You'll be just yeah. kicking it watching some some good college football it. games. Well, tomorrow, <laughs> yes, but like <laughs> – the rest of the week, I've got a lot of copy to write in the next week. Ah, so. that's right. That's right. Um, 
house will be quiet. Um, take advantage. Yeah. Take some modafinil. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Good stuff. Good slate of games on, uh, tomorrow. So we'll, uh, we'll see. We, uh, getting into it now, getting into conference play. Yeah. Last week we talked about Dion and then he got shellacked. So we won't, uh, <laughs> Might get again, but... <laughs> probably <laughs> he knew that, but yeah, I think he's handled it well. I've been watching some of the interviews and some of that, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, he's like, I know where I'm going. Y'all can come along or not. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I love he that. says, I, I love that attitude. I got, I'm keeping receipts and keeping receipts. He's keeping receipts. <laughs> yeah, he's got a little black book. He like, he knows every reporter that doubted him. That's right. You know, every AD yeah. or, you know, whatever. That I love what he said in response to his loss. He said, man, you better get me now because mm-hmm. this is the worst we're ever going to be. So yeah, that's a great line. And it's very persuasive too. So if you think about it, like, man, that's just a positive message. This is, a, this is, this is as bad as we're ever going to be. I promise you. So you yeah. might as well give us your best shot now and, and try to knock us down now because we're only going up from here. So yeah, that, very that good. just exudes confidence after. Oh, absolutely. After now, yep. if he says that for three years, like this Jones <laughs> or somebody at Tennessee, yeah. you know, we're brick by brick for like three years. <laughs> that match, That's going to be a problem. going to lose its... It's, uh, uh, it's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem. I, I got a feeling he's not content, though. They're, they're going in one direction. Yep. All right. Fantastic. Well, listen, have a great weekend. Uh, again, we uh, look forward to seeing you back here in uh, a couple of weeks. Sean, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you next time on the show.